Stricken Mutter, talking toys. This is our podcast, we are making noise. Gather round all you girls and boys. Stricken Mutter, we are talking toys. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Toy Talk Guys podcast. I'm Strick. And I'm Motel. We're here to bring you everything happening in the world of toys. We're talking action figures, Lego, video games, and anything else that catches our eye. On today's podcast, we've got a ton of things to go through. we got some Lego leaks, talking about those Lego leaks. we got Megaopolis, Barnyard Commandos, American Girl Doll making the list. We're going to talk some American Girl Doll, Courtney, 80s Doll, Jack Specific, Brio, some more Lego Hasbro. Then we'll get some fan involvement, collection updates, all that good stuff. Why don't we kick it off here in the world of Lego Motel. Let's, Let's talk do these, it. Let's talk these leaks. Uh, Lego fan news on Instagram. Follow that person um they're, they're they're just dropping these leaks like every other day and i i can't that's the only reason i log on to my phone and go on the internet uh is just to look at these leaks so leaking like a sieve here <laughs> leaking like a sieve <laughs> such a nerd uh <laughs> so the first thing we got here is uh the the lego mosaics uh we're getting more of these man we're thank getting goodness <laughs> mickey mini and we're actually getting some ha- some uh, harry potter we're getting the uh the house sigils i, can, I just can't wait to have these on my wall you know I'm, <laughs> me too just chopping at the bit i'm clearing the space as we speak on 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 my wall so that i can just make space for these 120 dollars each <laughs> lego mosaics <laughs> that need to dawn my wall um these things are going to crash and burn i'm gonna put it out there right now um sorry to anybody out there that's super hype on these i just i don't get it not for me i don't see these lasting past this year so if you like them get them all now uh spend your two thousand dollars on all of them oh I don't, I don't even care being harsh on those things. I, I just, I, it's, it's a bad idea. I'll, I'll say that. So I just want to put that out there. They're coming out. Um, next thing on the list here is that there's tons of stuff, but I'm, I'm, I'm really trimming it down here. The Star Wars 2021 list of sets is out, and, um, and there's even some leaks of the pictures. And most, mostly, I want to bring up is the prices are going down on these, which is the first time in like forever. Um, like an X-wing is typically like seventy, eighty dollars. And they're dropping that boy down to fifty dollars, so they're making these way more affordable, at the at the expense of I'm sure pieces, detail, all that good stuff. And uh, I'm I'm all for this. I think I see some people getting upset about it, but they're they're making a clear they're they're drawing a clear line in the sand here. They're saying, all right, you're gonna have your eighteen plus stuff. You're gonna have all that for your adult collectors. You guys are gonna get all the detail you need, all the figures you need, and all that stuff. And this stuff's going to be for the kids, you know? The kids don't need that detail. They don't need that, that extreme detail on the TIE Fighters. You'll get, you'll get your 18-plus TIE Fighter one day. This is just going to be for the kiddos, and it's going to be cheap so the parents don't, you know, freak out when they see the price of these things. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of this as a new dad. Okay. Uh, it's, it's making me feel, feel good about this, uh, this stuff. Um, and I, I know that's true, like, uh, for you in the action figure side of the world. Where, uh, you know, stuff is, is made for kids, but it's still collectible. I think that's just going to, you know, fuel the fire for all this stuff. Yep, you stole my thunder. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. So I just want to say that, that that stuff's out there. There's honestly, it's people are really complaining that it's it's original trilogy stuff. How, how close are you following Star Wars these days? Not as far as like anything that's getting released, like for uh, for consumers, like none. I'm, I'm not I'm not really following anything. 
No, and like none of the um, the community or anything like that. Like the it's a toxic community, so I try to try to stay away from it. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty insane on the Lego side of the world. Um, it is just all Clone Wars fans now. That's what it seems like. <laughs> you, you would think it's like it's it's a bunch of uh, people like maybe ten years younger than us that are just hype on Clone Wars. And and honestly, I watched the whole show. It's pretty good. Um, okay. I don't think it. I don't think it's better than the original trilogy. I know that might, uh, you know, get some people enraged, but people are just screaming for Clone Wars sets, and Lego's not making them. Uh, they made a couple this past wave, but this is all original trilogy, and man, are people a little bit heated about it. Um, but I mean, dude, we get so much Star Wars stuff. Like, it's only a matter of time before there's more Clone Wars. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think more of that stuff's gonna come. All right, Strick, I don't want to do your job for you, but I feel like any time I, l- I was on Twitter this past month, all I'm staring at is the Mos Eisley Cantina set that leaked. You want to oh, say anything yeah. about that? I mean, that's out. It's out in the wild. Um, I'm going to do a video on it, which is why I didn't add, to our, add it to our list. Um, it looks good. It's humongous. It's yeah. nothing I could ever buy and feel good about. Um, I would have nowhere to put it. It's just so big. Yeah, I don't man. know like, was, who has the space for it. jaw-droppingly big. Yeah, it's um, I know I like I don't I don't understand the consumer. I, I well, I guess I do. It's you know it's like a super fan who just doesn't care and is gonna either put it on their floor or like in the middle of their coffee table or something like that. It's gonna stay there. But they're they're released like is releasing a lot of these big sets that it, are just like it's really hard to start keep collecting this stuff. Um, yeah, I, I'm of course interested in the figures. There were a lot of sweet figures in there. Like Long Snoot made the made the cut and a couple other aliens from the cantina so that was pretty tight but yeah dude not not a set for me it's let, way way too big let me ask you this are you a fan of the uh the the black uh box uh theme you got going on now for star wars uh so i think that's like on the 18 plus sets they're yeah. all they're all black boxes i guess that's cool um i don't know <laughs> i just i don't really like the 18 plus vibe and uh, that might not be a popular opinion but I just I would rather see these sets made for everybody, like just made for kids. And obviously, eighteen plus is like you're you're still pretty much a kid. But yeah. um, I don't know. I just I I don't like that they're catering so much to adults. It's not I'm not a fan of it. Okay. But uh, I'm I'm not gonna complain uh because this is a lot of stuff that people like like uh the uh the latest holiday uh set to come out. It's like it's an eighteen plus set. I don't think it needs to be. You know I don't think any of the previous ones were, and now it's like in this eighteen plus style line. And it's like. It kind of departed from its holiday theming. I don't know. The box I don't really care about, so I, I don't I don't even know why I'm going down this okay. um, kind of rant. But all to say, these Star Wars sets, uh, just check them out, LEGO Fan News. And, you know, there's tons of stuff. There's some Mandalorian sets coming out, so people are pretty hype about those. I'm interested in those. Uh, the last thing I want to mention here for these leaks is LEGO Marvel, man. I watched the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, movies over the past like four weeks i think i don't i don't think i told you that but no that's news that was, to me <laughs> that's something i set out to do and boy did i watch them congratulations yeah man I, have you seen any of those i've seen some of them i can't say i've seen all of them um i can't even say i've seen all of them because spider-man's are not on disney plus so i did not watch those but those are probably the ones i'm most excited to watch um there's a lot of stinkers in there i'll say that <laughs> there's a lot of <laughs> not so good ones and overall, they are, uh, they're okay. I know that's going to be a very unpopular opinion, but uh, they, were, they weren't doing much for me. It was right. a we, little bit of a chore towards the end there. We got the hot takes here. 
on the, the Toy takes. Talk Guys podcast for the Marvel movies. <laughs> in case you guys haven't seen any of those and you're they're, thinking about dipping your toe in. quite okay. Some are the summer stinkers. <laughs> they there are. There we go. Towards the end, they get a little better, but man, some of them are a chore to get through. Uh um anyway but we are getting these mechs which i don't know why i'm a fan of these uh so they had like the spider-man uh thanos and uh iron man mech that came out before i bought those their ten dollar sets is probably why i'm a fan of them and then we're coming out with captain america thor and the miles morales um spider-man who's my favorite spider-man so i i might be picking those up at some point cool and there's a bunch of other stuff but just want to point those out that i like i like that that theme is continuing so lots of Lego leaks again. Follow Lego fan news for all that stuff. If you want to stay up to date on it, it's it's honestly just like a nice gooey treat every time you log on to Instagram. He's always got something new. Megalopolis made it on the cast again because they're they're doing some pretty cool things here, uh, namely coming out with. Action figures under the Barnyard Commandos moniker. Let me ask you this, Strick. Ha- hashtag, how familiar are you with Barnyard Commandos? I, I guess hashtag not at all. <laughs> Where do you find this stuff? Like, <laughs> I ask you this every time, but like, I, I like as someone that like is constantly on the internet. I, I believe that I've seen most everything out there, right? I'm like, all right, I, I know pretty much all the products that exist, in at least in the toy space. And then every time you bring something to me, like, it's it's brand new. I've never seen this before. Like, it just seems made up the, t- yesterday. <laughs> I'm always one of those people that, like, if anybody's flocking around, like, oh, my God, you haven't seen Inception? You have to go see Inception. You're stupid <laughs> if you don't go see Inception. I'm one of those people where I'm just like, well, then I'm not going to go see Inception. Like, I'm just going to go look the other way and I'm going to find something else that suits my interests because it's something that you're not currently interested in and going to yell at me for not seeing or liking. So I'm a contrarian, man. I've always been one of those guys to just like, you know, march to the beat of a different drum in, in some circumstances. And Barnyard Commandos was uh, one of those instances. I don't, I don't want to say like I'm the biggest Barnyard Commando fan because I am. That's not me. I'm I'm familiar with the property. Uh enough to describe it here on the cast, which I can sort of uh, do a brief overview for people who aren't familiar with it, for such as people like yourself. Um, so basically, it was uh, it came out in 19, uh, late, late 80s, like 1989, 1990. Uh, it was a brief 13-episode uh, cartoon show, um, and then we eventually got uh, action figures uh, under Playmates toys. Um, so let me just uh, describe the... Uh, the overall plot. So it's it's essentially animals that consumed radioactive materials left mm. over from an abandoned military experiment. <laughs> and then they get changed into these anthropomorphic, uh, what you see, barnyard creatures. Was so, that like every 80s show? Like every late 80s show? It, it seemed to be a, a really uh, writable uh, way to create a TV show. It's just like, okay, well, how about something happens to them? Uh, what, what, what happens to what, like what animals haven't been done? Well, let's see, like street sharks, you know, biker bites from bars, um, anything that was like similar to the style of TMNT is, is basically, they gave a shot at, um, and Barnyard Commandos was, was no different. Um, so it's, it's, 
what it boils down to is two different warring factions on uh, the barnyard. You you have uh, essentially pigs versus sheep. And uh, it, to be more descriptive, it's the porks versus for versus the rams. And the the acronyms for uh, the porks is platoon of rebel killer swine versus the rams, and that's an acronym for rebel army of militant sheep. So they're both rebels. There you go. Yeah. They're both re- rebelling against each other. Yeah, I don't know if that's how rebellions work. Waging war on on the <laughs> barnyard. So there you go. Quick, quick aside. When did Chernobyl happen? Do you know? Do you know what year? I don't know. No, I don't know what I year, don't. but it's got to it's got to be. Bah, 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 I don't know. It's got to be before this stuff. I'm I'm curious to see like to draw a line between like Chernobyl and all those other nuclear disasters and like toys like this. Where, where toy companies are like, how can we turn this into a like into a kitty thing? Like, wouldn't it be cool if like all that radioactive ooze actually just turned these these guys into like commandos? Okay, I don't know. It just seems like in the in the eighties, there must have been some fallout from that. April, like, no pun intended. April twenty sixth, nineteen eighty six. Yeah, 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 dude, I knew it. Like a direct line, like that, <laughs> that horrific event, and then people are like, well, how how can we just turn this around and make? Make light of this. All right. We got turtles. We got sharks. We got rats. We got barnyard animals. And I want to get to these toys because they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're strapping some heavy ammo. I don't, you couldn't get away with this today. <laughs> well, the yeah, the toys that Megalopolis is coming out with. All right. I mean, they look sick. Like they're, they're what you wanted basically back in the day because the original Playmates line was... I don't have a link to it for you, but they were essentially like dog toys. Like they're just like one little rubber animal. Like that's like, <laughs> like made of a squishy plastic, not articulated. And the fun was plugging this like giant uh, weapon or jetpack or flamethrower onto them. And then the action feature was within whatever they, you had applied to that animal. But like you, you take, you take that accessory off and it's essentially a, just a, a an animal. You know, it's not doing anything. It's like a dog toy, basically, is, is what people have described it as. Um, so, you know, they're, they're revamping this uh, totally forgotten uh, series here. And I think they're doing it in all the right ways. They're, they're giving you exactly what the line should have been uh, in the first place. Um, and just uh, for uh, a little more information here, um, th- this was these were designed by a uh, gentleman named... Uh, James Groman, who was also the creator of Madballs. So that's, you know, what we talked about on the other cast with uh, all the Madballs coming out. He's actually working uh, hand-in-hand with Megalopolis to uh, recreate or retell these uh, characters. That's pretty tight. That's really cool uh, to me. Um, So it just makes it feel so much more genuine, you know? Yeah, man, that's tight. Um we got to talk about this ram with just this nuke attached to its back i'm just i keep i keep going back to that thing yeah he's got such a leg up like the sheep the other sheep's just got a like a quiver and arrow (laughs) not not to bring it back to mcu but i mean he's basically like the hawkeye of the bunch like what is he gonna do well you you gotta click on him because he he does come with a uh, minigun style machine gun as well that that he's packing what's that gonna do against a nuke it's not even fair. Well, he's on the same side, thank God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other guy's just got some kind of control <laughs> board. What does that guy got? I, I thought... <laughs> you're, right, you're, you're talking about Corporal Hyunda Hog. I thought I thought initially looking at that when I saw that, I thought he was holding 
some kind of ham radio, I was like, oh, that's cute. That's what we need, another pun in the, in these lines. Mm. But uh, I think you look at it, it's some sort of like anti-air uh, device. It's okay. like firing missiles and whatnot. All right. So it is effective against that giant nuke. Yeah, there you go. Well, that was, that was the point I was trying to make is like, I don't think you could strap nukes to, to animals and put it on TV anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, car- the cartoon show is probably not coming back. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, but like in the eighties, it was like, oh yeah, yeah, that stuff's cool. Oh yeah, that's, absolutely, that's no problem. Any anything was fair game as long as it was <laughs> in a cartoon, you know? <laughs> right. It's like kids know the difference, right? <laughs> so, and then I'll also mention I'll, I I can run them down. You got Sergeant Wooly Pullover. You have Pride- Wait, which one's that? That's the Rambo looking lamb. Okay, okay. Yeah, the one with the bows and arrows. Yes, you have Private Sido Bacon. He's got the uh, <laughs> flamethrower strapped to his back. Then you have Major Legger Mutton with the missile just strapped to his back. Right. And then Corporal Hyunda Hog with the anti-air. And I, if you're going to ask me, my favorite is Private Sido Bacon. He's the guy with the flamethrower? Yeah, and more importantly, he's the guy with the bale of hay. Oh, he comes with bale of hay. Yeah. I didn't see their I like accessories. That. I like that. It's 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 that it's 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 just setting the scene. You know, if you're going to display these guys, it's it's a nice little scene, set piece. I, well, the I other dude that. comes with a that. watermelon. Do you know yeah. what the watermelon? Yeah, but I mean, that doesn't really. I don't look at a watermelon and scream, "Oh yeah, farm." You know, like <laughs> hay is like definitely farm. You know, could be a watermelon farm. You know, it could you never be. know. It could be. You got me there. I, I did get you there. Yeah, dude, these are <laughs> but, these are hilarious. Yeah. Um. So the pre-orders are out. That's why I put them on on the cast. Pre-orders are out this September. Uh, they are five inch scale figures. They are set at thirty four ninety nine a piece, Ooh, and they oof. are set to release in spring of twenty twenty one. So get your pre-orders in. Um. These, if you were a fan of the original series, I know you're out there. There, there has to be some people out there. Um, All two of you. Yeah, go go grab <laughs> grab yourself a pre-order here. Uh, just I don't want to dwell on it, but my biggest um, experience with this back in the day, I honestly I didn't have any of the action figures um, from Playmates. The only ones I had were Burger King premiums. Uh, they did a, a a line of four, which it was like they're they're called Commando cuffs. So they weren't that appealing to me because it was just like basically half the figure half of a character sitting in like a plane or a tank and then the sides would would like uh, I guess they're like wings you could bend them down to form over your wrist like a cuff so like that was the whole thing it was like you put them on your wrist and then you like pretend to fly them around I guess mm. I, I hated the concept like I lo- I was like at the time I was like oh this is cool barring our commandos but I didn't like wearing, it's basically wearing jewelry, you know, like costume jewelry. That wasn't, that wasn't appealing to me as, as a child. Um, and then also another little anecdote, my biggest, um, involvement with Barnyard Commandos was, uh, winning, uh, Sar- a Sergeant Wooly pullover out of a prize machine, like a plush Sergeant Wooly pullover out of a prize machine down in Stone Harbor, New Jersey, out of, uh, the arcade there that's across the street from Hoy's. If I'm, if anybody knows what I'm talking about, um, that was like one of the first things I won out of a prize machine. And I, that's like how I was introduced into barnyard commandos. I was like, what is that? It's so cool. It's just like a lamb with like a Rambo headband on, you know? And that was my introduction to it. And I still have it to this day. So I just want to put that out there. <laughs> oh my God, man. <laughs> it's just like, I, I'm, I'm waiting for the thing that like, 
is so weird, but I've seen it before. Like yeah, these aren't it. These aren't it. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I've never seen these before. American Girl doll. We're hitting the 80s with Courtney from 1986. That's uh, three years off my birth year. And we're basically part of history now, you know? The American Girl dolls are all about looking back in history at American girls through time. And the 80s is now a historic period according to American Girl doll. Okay. That makes me feel super old. I'm sure it makes other people who are older than me feel way, way more old. Um, <laughs> because before that, I think the oldest one was that. The 50s that I remember growing up with, uh, and then they released one in the 70s. But now we're at the 80s, man, and it's it's not long before we're just talking about the 90s or the early 2000s. And uh, all I gotta say is Courtney's looking real cool. Um, she's the cool girl at school. She knows what's hip in the 80s. She's got her Lisa Frank books. She's got her Pac-Man uh, thermos and lunchbox, and she's got you know all the accessories that she could possibly need. She got her Care Bears sleepover, uh, you know. She's got all the accessories, she's, man. She's dialed in. She is dialed into the 80s, and she ain't going nowhere. You know, like, if, if this girl's growing up, she's growing up to be just... She, she's never leaving the 80s, is what I'm trying to say. It's yeah. like, lip, she's lip, still rocking this. Lip smackers and acid wa- acid wash jean shorts. There you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can you can pre-order a lot of her accessories, including the $150 Pac-Man arcade game. Which uh, I don't believe works. I think it's just a replica of the Pac-Man arcade machine, and you could just pretend um, with with her um, that she's playing that thing. So um, obviously being a little facetious here, but uh, looking through the American Girl dolls now, I know you weren't a big fan of these growing up. I I, I can't imagine. I I was not. I barely even knew that they existed when I was when I was younger. All right. Well, there you had a sister, right? She I did, but these? she yeah, she was not into these. Like okay. it was, it was like Barbie and other stuff. I had two sisters and they each had one of these and, um, they had Samantha and Felicity, if I can remember correctly. And, uh, I remember playing with these a decent amount. They were pretty good dolls. Um, and we would, we would play with all their accessories and they had highly detailed accessories. So these were like equivalent to my action figures. Cause I didn't have many of those. Um, but man, I got to call something out here and I don't know if anybody knows this, but Molly is like gone she's canceled man she is no longer in the lineup and she was probably one of my favorite ones and one of the ones that i wanted growing up because her accessories were super tight she was from the 50s she had all those cool retro 50s things and i think i remember asking my parents for her i was just like can i get her i just want all her stuff (laughs) um and they don't make her anymore now it's this mary ellen chick i don't know who this is but this is not molly uh and i'm a little upset by it I just wanted, I had to put that out there because I just figured this out like two minutes before the, we started the cast. <laughs> it, did, <laughs> it, it, it threw you off. I was afraid we'd have to postpone this. I know, right? That's nuts to me. Uh, there's also a, just a bunch of other new American Girl dolls that I'd never known about, but they still got most of the classics there. You know, you got your Addy, you got your Samantha, your Felicity, 
you know, you got you got your mainstays there. Um, can I can I also just uh, I've confirmed it that the the Pac Man does work. Oh, it does. All right, well, I'll I take back like it, everything I said. I feel like it would have had to work, man. $140 or $150? Are you kidding me? For a non-working Pac-Man? I mean, their accessories get crazy expensive. Um, $150, I mean, though? That's crazy. The, her lunchbox that's like all of the size of, I don't know, a penny is is like $25. So, you know, it's this stuff gets hyper expensive. Her little Walkman, $30. Yeesh. Yeah, right? Uh, they're not messing around with these things. Her bedroom set is $225. I know there's nothing electronic going on in there, you know? <laughs> it's just a bed frame for a doll. I, I, I need to read some of these reviews real quick, but um, <laughs> I don't want to tell on this too much. I'm just so glad we get Amer- like something new on the cast, and it's American Girl Doll. It's something that I, as I just said, like grew up around a lot. Um, and many girls look at most. Were your, were your parents, were they like trying to like talk you out of it? I don't remember that I played with Barbies and like I was sandwiched between my sisters. So it was like, if we're playing together, we're playing Barbies and dolls and yeah. stuff. And I rarely got to say, um, and I was fine with that. Like we played house and all, we had a big, uh, doll house and I don't think they really cared. Um, it was better than us. Like the other thing we like to do was <laughs> run our little <laughs> Burger King action figures on the treadmill. <laughs> Burn their face off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just like paint them and stuff like that or bury them in the dirt that was one of my favorite things to do as a kid <laughs> just bury those things in the dirt and just um, dig them up later <laughs> so they probably thought me playing with my sisters was a little more civilized than the normal stuff i was doing um but yeah man uh all right I, that the reviews are not they're, they're whatever reviews i don't think we need to dwell on this too long but all to say um she's there I think she's going to be the hot item this this Christmas. She's going to be she's going to be on this those top top ten list for sure. From what um, I can tell, the American Girl dolls. I have not looked into it beyond a couple of minutes, like tonight. But like they hold their value. So oh I, yeah, I guess it's a it's a worthy investment. <laughs> it is, dude. Yeah, for sure. They're they're like yeah, they're on that tier of like just classic toy lines like uh, Hot Wheels and Transformers and Lego and you know all that good stuff. Yep. they hold they hold their value for sure. Let's talk about some stuff here, Strick. Let, oh, but before, man. <laughs> before we do, before we do, we got to make sure we turn on all the lights and hide all the food and water and watch the clock because we're talking about some gremlins, you know? So you're going to hate me. I've never seen gremlins. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> I got to put in work here and explain this to you. All right. You do, dude, I, let's assume everyone is seated. <laughs> I, I know that I know the gist. They're cute. And then they they get uncute. And then... <laughs> They start getting evil. They and start, they yeah, they, or something. Essentially, they they start out as little cute mogwais, all right? right. And then you got to follow the three main rules to take care of them. You you can't get water on them. You can't let them. Like in, you can't let them in the bright light, like sunlight. Yeah. And you can't feed them after midnight. All right. <laughs> all so, those things. So yeah, quick quick cheat sheet there. Water. If you get water on them, they multiply. If okay. If you let them into sunlight that kills them or like any kind of bright light. I guess that it harms them. They don't, they, they find it unpleasant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then you can't feed them after midnight. If you feed them after midnight, 
that's when they that's when the cute little mogwais they they form into cocoons and then those cocoons hatch and then they become gremlins <laughs> nasty boogery gross gremlins what's um what's the time you can start feeding them in the morning yeah the 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 rules um they have a little bit of wiggle room i guess cuz i i I'm not sure. Uh, you Do know, they honor daylight savings time. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, what if what if they're on an airplane and they fly through a time zone too? Like th- that all gets sort of like uh, mentioned in the in the sequel to Gremlins. Um, okay. So, what I'm talking about here tonight is the something that I, I feel like I, I wouldn't normally talk about or condone, um, <laughs> but we're talking about this nice, awesome uh, Gremlins countdown calendar being put out by Jack's Pacific. All right. So the, mm-hmm. the calendar is essentially like a Lego minifig calendar calendar or something else in the vein of there's 31 different doors and you open a different door each day and each door reveals a different minifigure. Um, and this one is in theme with the gremlins. So you're getting all of these different gremlins figures. Um, and I feel like looking at this, you, Strick, probably wouldn't think that I'd be a fan of something like this, correct? <laughs> Look, I need to get one thing straight. Is this a Halloween countdown calendar? See, that's the thing. They keep it kind of vague where they're kind of describing it as you can use it for multiple. If, if you missed Halloween, it says the calendar can be used to count down other favorite holidays, including Christmas or New Year's Eve. So <clears throat> Gremlins Who counts down Christmas with 31. When are you going to start? Well, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You just be like, ah, just just chop off the first eight I, days I, I or whatever. Get it. I get it. I mean, you haven't seen the movie. I get it. It's it's a it can be a Halloween theme movie. It's it's also it takes place during the Christmas season, so it's like a Christmas movie as well. So it's one of those two first. Yeah, you, you kind of have that little playability there. So, gotcha. Uh, it it works both ways. Um, so again, like this is something that you would probably look at. And be like, there's no way Motel would like that. Am I well, wrong? What you, just de- what you just described is like, you see something like this, one of these trends, and you turn in the other direction and you say, no way. That's not not for me. And this stuff is everywhere, especially this year for whatever reason. It's like advent calendar for wine, advent calendar for every toy line under the sun. Yeah. Yeah. I would totally expect you to just like poo-poo on this thing. So why do you like it? Well, here's the thing. Like... When you're actually digging into the minifigures, and this is where I might lose you because you 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 won't appreciate any of the minifigures that are in here at all because you haven't seen any of the movies. But like when you're actually digging into it and you see what figures you're getting, this has the appearance of something where I would see this at like Toy Fair or something and be le- and and then they would tell me, okay, these are going to be uh, mystery mini bags and you got to collect all of them. And that to me. I hate that. It sounds like work. Like it's fun with Lego <laughs> minifigures and feeling up pieces and all that. Like I get it. Like that's like humorous at times. Oh, it's it's still work. But it's frustrating. <laughs> it's work. And it's like I just don't feel like putting in the effort to to do that. This is like a nice compact package where you're getting all these figures because if you're buying Gremlin stuff and you haven't seen the movie, but if you're buying Gremlin stuff, you don't want just one or two Gremlins. Like you want a, a giant mob of gremlins and th- right. and this provides that to you like all in one shot um i just think that's a really nice neat way to do it so like i'm i'm I, i'm not gonna get it probably but like the thing is like i'm still thinking about it 
Like it's it's still kind of in my mind. I'm just like, man, that would be nice to just get all this stuff in one shot. Um, because they're they're addressing so many different like little characters that are um, featured in the film, um, and that you just wouldn't normally get anywhere else. So it's 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 tempting. Now, if you did buy this, would this be a Halloween countdown calendar or a Christmas countdown calendar? Yeah, that's the thing. I think, I, from what I understand, I guess people do have their hands on it in some ways. But like, all I'm seeing is like it's there. It's up for pre-orders, so it's coming. It says it's coming in September 2020, and I, well, I think it's still running up out for of time. pre-orders. So yeah, they're <laughs> running out of time for it to count down to Halloween. So I imagine people are going to be using this for Christmas or I guess New Year's. You know. You could do that, or you could do, uh, yeah, I guess New Year's would work. You could always do um, Thanksgiving, you know? Yeah, or Easter. Or your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, but, yeah, and then also I didn't really mention, um, once once you uh, tear open the door and get your gremlin figure, you can place him uh, on a movie theater chair in uh, this nice little diorama that they provide you with. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, which you wouldn't understand, but like basically the climax of the first film is they get mostly every single gremlin trapped in a movie theater and then they have it like explode. So that's how they kill like all the gremlins basically. Oh jeez. Yeah. So it's so iconic use... for them to be in the movie theater in this in this nice little set here. They use rule number 2 against them. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Bright light in a serious way. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you brought this on, man. Yeah, it's uh it's something that I'm again. I'm I'm considering picking it up. Like no no joke. Like it's it's a. I love these little mischievous horror guys because like it it was just always one of those things where it's like, I was kind of scared of them when I was younger, but like as I got a little bit older, I'd watch it and I'd be like, this is parts of this are kind of funny. Like it, it's really dark humor. Like it's it's a horror movie, but it's like filled with all this like dark humor. And like some like lighthearted comedic elements, so like it's a really interesting. Both of them are great films. I honestly prefer the sequel. Um, it's just I I think they're great, and I, I love that they're doing something like this. So, um, I mean, as we're wrapping this up, I just I want to I want to say, Strick, the next time one of your appliances is on the fritz, check out all the closets and cupboards, look under all the beds because you never can tell. There just might be a gremlin in your house. Well said. <laughs> Talk to me about Brio. <laughs> Before you get into this, I was under the assumption that Brio was no longer a company. I don't know. Why are you thinking that Brio doesn't exist anymore? Dude, because I, I tried looking up Brio for, like, Oliver. I was just like, yo, I want to get him some Brio trains, and I couldn't find anything. It's all Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, but he's, like, he's, like, entrenched in the Brio system now. Like, he's he's a he's a staple of, of, of the Brio system, I believe. Are they the same system, though? I, I thought they were rivaling. He came, no, he came later. He wasn't always affiliated with Brio. I'm kind of talking out of my butt here, but I'm pretty sure, like, it wasn't always, like, it, it initially, because Brio is so old, like, it, well, I know, and then Thomas is pretty old, too, but I remember I was into Brio when I was younger, and uh, eventually Thomas came on board, and I guess, right. like, like under the Shining Time station moniker, I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. it, was it was under that. Um, I can't be here sure, we go. Though, but, Here yeah. we go. Here's Brio. I'm, I'm looking at him. I, I thought for sure they were no longer affiliated with Thomas the Tank, like 
like he went off and did his own thing and rivaled Brio. It could be, honestly. I, like, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I'm going to need some more research here. I'll put it on myself to do this because I, I want to buy some of these soon. Um, anyway, sorry, not to derail. No pun intended. What are we getting? <laughs> <laughs> what we're talking about are some Amazon exclusive Brio Disney themed sets. Dude, these are looking good. How excited are you about these, man? I'm liking these, man. These are probably going on my list of things to buy this Christmas. I'm not even joking around. These are good. It looks like we're only seeing three sets at this point, and they are like bare bones basic, but they will definitely pretty up your wooden Brio uh, sets that are already pre-existing, because I don't think there's any track that's involved in any of this. I think it's just, there's two of the sets are just train cars with characters, and then there's one set where it looks like it's like some kind of like half station type deal. Um, so yeah, I think they look good. I felt like you were you were gonna have something to say about this, um, just because like yeah, you're you're a new parent, and this might be something that again you just admitted that it was it might be on your list. Like how are you feeling about them? I'm telling you, man. Yeah, like I'm I'm pumped. Like I guess I did the research of a four year old because I was like, oh, Brio's no longer a thing because I saw Thomas the Tank and I was like, this is different. And I was like, I, I like Thomas the Tank, but I don't want it to be all Thomas the Tank. Dude, but Brio is alive and thriving, man. I'm checking out their website, and they have it all. They have everything you would want. I was going to say, man, I, I don't think they ever went away. Yeah, I guess they didn't. But, um, yeah, they got, they must have feuded with Thomas the Tank. And Thomas the Tank is like, we don't need your dumb tracks. We have our own tracks. You know, we got <laughs> Thomas the Tank. We don't need you. And uh, I guess they were right, because I, I, I'm going to go out. Uh, on a limb here and say most people when they think of these things they think of thomas the tank and that's what they buy in the store because that's all i've ever seen i don't see brio in any well toys r us isn't around but you know targets walmart's any of that stuff it's all thomas the tank yeah so but brio is looking tight uh sorry go ahead no if you got more to say i mean i was just gonna say one one of the things that really drew me to this was the fact that like i i know you had brio sets growing up like you i know i know for a fact i've seen them so yeah you have seen them (laughs) so uh one of the things that always sort of bugged me about it was i have to power the train myself you know i have to like push it across everything which you know is fun but sometimes like whenever you see some kid with like a model train set and he just can like set it to like go at a certain speed he's not touching it it's operating on its own i was always kind of like Man, I wish my Brio trains did that. Well, now it can kind of. Like, there's a motorized uh, Mickey Mouse train here, which is pretty cool. So it just takes a yeah, battery man. and you flip a switch and it can pull the car along the tracks. I think that's really nice. I'll see. They, they, they moved a lot of their stuff to motorized. We haven't really said what we're getting here. It's like a Mickey train with like a Mickey Mouse fig. And then there's like a little, uh, like, um, what would you like a train station almost? Very, very small with Mickey and Minnie. And then you're getting Donald Daisy with like Donald in his own like uh you know train and Daisy in a little car. Yeah, the, these are looking good, man. The Donald train doesn't. That's that's kid powered, and you're, that's not battery operated. It looks like it's got a little light on it though. Like I'm seeing that they light up and now stuff. Yeah, it could, could be. I know it's not motorized though. Um, and then also the train station. There's a little button on top of the ticket booth there that you apparently can record something. So you can, you can record yourself saying like. Get on the train. <laughs> Get on the train now. <laughs> Something like oh my that. gosh, man. It's, it's really it's really up to you. I'm pumped about this stuff. Uh, and I guess we made a little uh, reference to it. My Brio train tracks, I had a ton 
uh, from a, from my childhood, and I would love to share those with Oliver, but uh, they molded over. Uh, I don't <laughs> I don't know when they but. had some serious growth going on there, man. It was like beyond beyond mold. Like when stuff starts getting super fuzzy and it looks like a science experiment, that's like the state that they were in uh, when Motel and I dumped them out on the floor. And and funny enough, Motel goes digging through it a little bit and and finds a Power Ranger piece to one of the Megazords I owned. It's like, look at this little piece, this great piece amongst the science experiment. Um that was a memorable moment, but uh, it was yeah, a, my- it was a helmet. It was one of the helmets to uh, the Zeo Megazord. If anybody wants to, yeah, if anyone, uh, anyone know needs the to know, there. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone needs to know the the thing that sparked his interest in digging through that trash. Um, <laughs> but dude, I this is going to be a problem for me because whew, I, th- this is on the scale of Lego for me. I think I played with these as much as I play with Lego, maybe even more. Yeah, and um. Yeah, this is going to be really difficult not to buy all this crap. It's for it's my a son. little it's a little pricey though. Um, the Dude, Do- so is Lego the man. The Donald Duck trains thirty bucks. Oof, that the is. The Mickey pricey. Mouse trains thirty five bucks, and the station's fifty bucks. How's Mickey thirty five and Donald's thirty? Yeah, Donald well, doesn't even move. Yeah, I know. I don't know. That's beat. I always love those magnets though. Oh, that was such a good system. The magnet system. Oh yeah, just, satisfying clink. It's just like. Yeah, it just went right on. <laughs> I'm getting him at least one of these big tracks, man. I, I already have him a Duplo uh, a Duplo train set, which is fully like motorized and everything. I'm excited okay. to play with that, but whew, I don't know. Like, I might have to get some of this stuff. Yeah, Disney's just sort of, they're kind of they're just, you know, swapping spit with everybody here. You know? <laughs> they're just throwing their license on anything that'll move, man. Yeah. yeah I was like, let, let, let's get in on that. So Look good, at the rest of them. Their- business lines man their parks are like nobody can go to the parks or if you do you you know i don't know you might be a little bit out of your mind at the moment but yeah. nobody's going to the movie theaters they got disney plus you know keeping them alive but yeah yeah they're, they're like sure they're that. like what's brio up to yeah oh they're still around <laughs> <Here>. <laughs> oh they're, they're making, not just thomas the tank now <laughs> they actually make more than uh train they make just like simple wooden toys dude brio i'm loving you this this is my kind of company man <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad I'm getting that reaction out of you. I, I thought you'd find them slightly appealing. So just keeping them nice and simple. They're actually they have some ride-ons and stuff. I'm in the market for a um a wagon right now. My parents want to buy Oliver a wagon for okay. Christmas. Okay. And uh, I, I, of course we're looking at Radio Flyer, but um it doesn't look like Brio's making wagons, but they do have similar t- type stuff. And dude, the wagon market. Whew, there's a lot going on in the wagon market since you were a kid. It's not. It's not just wood and steel anymore. They you get, got canvas. You get me nervous. Then you got canvas. You got. You got a lot of options. Let's just say that. All right. Well said. <laughs> well said. <laughs> Thanks for bringing Brio on, man. Back over to Lego, super controversy if you're a Lego investor, um, and probably like a saving grace if you're a Lego collector. I'm right in the middle on this. Uh, Lego confirms retired sets are returning, uh, relaunching with new set numbers. So the NASA Apollo Saturn V, one of my favorite sets, is coming back out after being retired just last year. 
Uh, same with the ship in a bottle. Uh, again, retired last year, coming back. Both ideas sets. Um, and they're uh, they're coming back. The new set numbers I don't think is important. It's I think the same price point, and it's just like yeah, these were I guess were really popular, and not enough people felt like they got them, so we're gonna re-release them. And uh, I'm gonna make a whole video on this, so I don't want to get into it too much. And I do need to shout out uh, BG and W on uh, YouTube because they both asked me about this like the, the day the news hit. Um, I want to get on the cast, so thanks thanks both of you for asking about it. Motel, have you seen anything like this in action figure lines happen, like where something retires and then like a year later, not even, it's going to be it's going to be coming back out again due to popular demand? I don't know of anything really super particular. Um, we've talked a lot about NECA, how they're constantly trying to appease fans with some of this stuff. Um, one of the things that popped into my head when I saw this was, remember when we were collecting all the World of Nintendo characters? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a big fiasco for us. I mean, I'm still sitting on so much World of Nintendo crap that just has not, has either depreciated or stayed the same. Um, just yeah. because of the re-releases and how long stuff has sat on the shelves. Um, I remember that first wave, we looked at each other. As soon as that first wave of the four-inchers, or, yeah, the four-inchers dropped... We're just looking at each other. We're just like, yo, we have to invest in this. Like, we need mm -hmm. all of them. We need multiples of all of them. And we, you know, they were hard to find some of those figures. I remember Link was difficult to find. Wario oh, was, yeah. like, non-existent. And then all of a sudden, Wave 2 hit, and we barely had any of them. We're like, okay, all right, these are going to be, like, super, super rare and then I don't even know how many months went by, but it felt like it, it was not long. All of a sudden, like, they just re-released all of the Wave 1, like, out of nowhere. <laughs> like, uh, like maybe another five or six waves hit, and then just Wave 1 was all out, out again, and everybody could just get at them with no oh, yeah, changes man. to them. So, I, I don't know. Um, and then I also, well, I wanted to, these are under different numbers, these Lego sets, right? Yeah. So I don't that's, know if that that's, makes much of a difference. Okay, well, I was going to ask if that made a difference. So you're, you're thinking I mean, it doesn't. Like the insane collector that's like, I need the box and I need it to be, I need both numbered sets because they're technically different. Like yeah. most people rip it open and they build it, like okay. the people that want it. So most uh, buyers are not going to care. Um, it's it's definitely going to impact investing. And I'll, I'll save most of the content here for the video, but I'll, I'll, I'll probably just end up giving it away here. So... Honestly, with this stuff, like if they're going to keep doing this, you're going as an investor, you're going to have to factor this in to your buying decisions. And when you see something that either you think is retiring way too early, like a good example is the treehouse set that's retiring this year. If you're like, yo, I think that's way too early of a retirement. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to stay away from it because there's a good chance, high likelihood of being re-released. Uh, you can either go that route and just stay away from it, or you can buy it and decide to sell it like in six months to like close to a year but i mean these these were re-released in less than a year or at least announced that they're coming back so i feel really bad for everybody that invested in them and um it's not going to make any money on them uh that's that's really you know sucks uh that's how I, lego investing goes sometimes man yeah it just seems a little unfair <laughs> because they've never done this really aside from like a set that's come back after like a 10-year hiatus or something like that which is you know more understandable like they've never they've never done like a, a one year later re-release um and if they could they continue this trend it's going to make investing like a, more of a minefield than it already yeah, is you have to tread lightly yeah and and a lot of collectors are like who cares i hate the investors more of this and from a collecting standpoint i i understand like 
if Lego just decided to open it up and just say, any any set from our catalog from the last 10 years, you can buy it. Doesn't matter, you know? <laughs> I would be all for that, dude. I think it would I would it would hurt their business a little bit because people want to feel a need to buy them so immediately, but right. I'd be down for that as a collector. Obviously as an investor, I wouldn't want that, but you know, I'm I'm always torn because I'm I'm right on the fence of, of those two camps. Okay. Um but wanted to bring that on, give my my two cents. I have a video slated to work on tomorrow so even before this cast is up that video might already be on our youtube channel and thanks uh just want to do a quick shout out to the youtube community like thanks so much uh we're up to 3,000 plus subscribers which is just insane like Motown had a dream of hitting like i don't even remember like 150 or something when we like first started we were like dude if we could just get past 100 that'd be so tight we were sitting at like 35 for like so long and it's all our friends and family as just to see how much it's grown it's like it's just really, really cool to just look back and just watch the numbers grow. So thanks, there's a, everyone. Yeah, there's a lot of jokers in the comment sections, um, but for the most part, like, thank you everybody for being there. It's so cool, <laughs> dude. There's a lot of kids in the comment oh sections. Oh my god, like, I know. <laughs> one, the one video, I, t- I try to be so civil to everybody, but some of the people are just like, "I hate you. You have the worst opinion ever." I'm just like, "All right, man." Like. You don't have to take it, you know. I just like <laughs> you don't have to use my opinion at all. You you can you can say whatever you want. Um. Anyway, I hope I answered this question, but uh, I'll have a video on it specifically. So keep keep your eyes peeled for that. It's Mall Madness. Sale at the shoe store. The new shop till you drop game that really talks. Sale at the fashion boutique. It's all the fun of a shopping spree. With Mall Madness, you get it all. A bank account and your own credit card. Theron at the sunglass boutique. Mall Madness really talks. To win, buy everything on your list and be first out of the mall. All right, dude. This is, this is our last last topic. Man, I, 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 have this, I have this itch right now after being in, in quarantine, you know. I'm, I got to get out. I got to go shopping. I, I, I'm sick of buying stuff at Amazon. You know, I, I want to actually be in the thick of it all. I, I've got the mall madness fever. <laughs> mall, this is awesome. Mall madness. It's coming back. Hasbro is putting oh, out God. Uh, a new mall, mall madness board game uh, for uh, this, this year, I believe. Um, it comes out. I think you can pre-order it now. I I think people already have this too. Um, I've seen. I think I've seen some reviews, uh, but it looks like it's slated to come out uh, this this year. So October fifth, it looks like yeah, October fifth. There you go. Um, and they've they've made you know the the original was in the eighties, and and they've made different renditions. They've they've uh, they've brought it back. I think there's like a whole. Miley Cyrus, or not Miley Cyrus, but who the character? Hannah Montana. Yeah, Hannah Montana <laughs> one that was uh, was made. So this isn't like breaking news big, but it's cool that it's like still relevant in a way. And I just find it humorous that they feel the need to remake Mall Madness because it's a good game. I loved the game and I know you liked it too, but it's oh, like- I love this game. But like malls are kind of like fading. So oh yeah, dude. It's just funny that this is still- like relevant you know that's what i was saying like do these kids that got on the boxes and playing this game do they even know what a mall is anymore <laughs> you know i i imagine that going to the mall is still something that youths do like i have to imagine that because that was a big part of my my youth like i don't go- know if it is anymore man they just go on tiktok 
Okay. That's their well, social interaction now. They just like they, they go over each other's house and go on TikTok. I don't think they go to the mall anymore. I'm I, making that up. I don't know. I think you're making that up because I really I, that, it's it's like the perfect place. It's like it's it's an area where everybody can get together. Their parents can drop them off at. They can hang and they're just they they know that they're in the mall. They're not like driving or like they're not like walking to different parts of the neighborhood, going from store to store or whatever. You know, it's it's like the perfect place to send a kid. Like, they're safe basically. in the mall. Yeah, I guess. But, <laughs> I don't know if parents think that anymore about the mall. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be sending my kid to the mall. It's just, I, it cracked me up when I saw this, that it's, they're still going to be making this a thing, even though like everywhere you read, I think they, they predict, people have predicted like one in four malls will be closed in the next two years. So oh yeah, like this, you know, it's a downward spiral for malls, unfortunately. I think everything's pretty much going to, uh, what do you call those? This promenades, promenades outside yeah. shops. Yeah, everything's pretty Dude. much going to promenades because uh, it's like way less to maintain because it's like outside. So, um, yeah, malls are kind of becoming a thing of the past, but we still have this great game focused on malls. Like it wouldn't work. I don't know if it would work without malls, you know? I'd have to listen to the uh, the recording here because I got some serious nostalgia for that for that voice coming out of that voice box See, like i know i knew i knew you liked this game it was it oh, i it, loved it it was marketed as a girls game so i always felt kind of bad for wanting it like back in the day you know what i mean i always had the excuse of my sisters like uh, okay yeah so you had that <laughs> whole felt bad. i was like yeah it's theirs i don't care yeah i definitely played it at like my buddy's house like hit because his sister had it and we play it and you know i, I was kind of dragging my feet to play it and then we started playing it and I was like, this is so confusing. There was so much going on here. And then, like, once we started playing, I was like, yo, like, this is, I like this. Like, this, I'm is in pretty, this. this is pretty strategic. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty into this. There's a sale in the shoe department. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know if, I'm sure there's a bunch of people that aren't familiar with this, um, but I'm sure you've at least heard of it. Um, Essentially, you, this is a game where you are a shopper and you're walking around the mall. You have a shopping list uh, where you have to buy a couple of items and then you have to ultimately be the first one. Once you've collected all your items from different stores, you have to exit the mall. The first person to do that wins. Um, and the game involves carrying cash and carrying a credit card, which was always confusing to me. I don't. Well, it's not a credit card. It's an mm -hmm. ATM card. Excuse me. Um, so that, that I, I never understood why you needed the, the card. Um, but basically you're, the way you move around the board is by pressing that electronic, uh, structure in the middle and it tells you what to do basically. Right. Remember? Yeah. Um, and then it has like, a, yeah, it has a voice saying like, there's a sale in the shoe store or the camera store or something. And then you would place like little signs there and... Uh, like that says sale or clearance sale or, or, or something. And that was then, my favorite part of the game. Yeah. And then <laughs> I don't even remember the rest of the game. That's all I remember. I know it's, it's been a minute. Uh, I mean, it's been a long, a long, long minute because I have, I have not played this since I was a kid, but it brought me back when I saw that this was coming back. Um, and then basically like once you get to the store, you would then, um, you wouldn't be able to just be like, all right, I'm buying this. You'd have to like insert your ATM card into the slot on the mechanical thing. And then that's how you buy it. If you heard like the cha-ching noise, then you bought it. Uh, if you could sometimes put it in there and then a voice would come up and be like, sorry, we're currently out of stock. And then you just couldn't buy it. So like, I don't, I don't, I forget how you went around that, but that's like, 
that's how you use your ATM card. And then also, if you ever start running out of money, you would just go, you would try to uh, advance to the mechanical thing in the middle of the board and then put your ATM card in there and it would just give you money, a random amount, <laughs> you know, like that's, that's how, that's what they were teaching the kids. <laughs> like, okay, this is your, this is your money card. Insert that in there and you just get a random amount of money. <laughs> that's I, how it works. I never understood that. Oh. Uh, yeah, so that always cracked me up. Um, I do have to say this new, this new uh, rendition of Mall Madness. If you're looking at a comparison to the '80s side by side, I, this one pales in comparison to what the '80s looked like. Didn't the '80s have like multiple levels and stuff? This one like does that? have multiple levels, uh, but to be fair, like this is probably like half the size of the original one. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I got no, like, because the old one had like plastic. It was like three dimensional, right? Well, this Am one's I making this, that up. This one is three dimensional too. Are you sure? There's a yeah. There's a whole top. Yeah, there's stores on the top on the second floor. Are you? But that's just part of the board, isn't it? Oh, oh, oh never mind. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. Nah, but that's no nowhere near. No, and then there was an intersection and an intersecting bridge in in the yeah, middle, like dude. In, incorporating the actual mechanical structure that you're using. So. I'm looking at it now. God, this game was so good. Yeah, it was. Well, I honestly can't remember it. I remember having a lot of fun playing it. Exactly. <laughs> I just remember yeah. the, the electronic voice. Yeah. Do you um, know what game they need to remake? What? Dream Phone, man. It was this in Dream Phone. That was, we played these like back to back. Yeah, I have to imagine that exists still. That's such a uh, classic. Let's see. Dude, the kids don't even uh, kids don't even understand the phone anymore, man. It's like, what are we what are we gonna use our phone for? We should be oh, texting the, people. Oh, the internet square. Yeah, okay. That that old internet square. You know they. Uh, oh yeah, they do make Dream Phone. Yeah, I'm sure. What is this clunker? Ugh. What is this clunker of a game? This new Dream Phone. Sorry, I'm I'm digressing here. That is one ugly looking phone. It's uh, the other another thing I wanted to comment on. I love how they've uh they've they've sort of updated the the shopping list with a uh, a lot of cool new hit products like one of the things you could buy are bath bombs uh you could also buy healing crystals so they're... healing crystals yeah so how ha- see that it's on there it's 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 on it's on one of the lists and one of the pictures like oh, you, oh, oh yeah. i'm seeing it yeah so hasbro hasbro's really got their their finger on the pulse with the current youth with what with what preteens are into so i mean they got bonsai tree and uh comic books on here Yep, and purple lipstick. People are gonna have a crazy night there. And a, and a tarantula, <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and tortoise shell glasses. I also like you. You do get uh, different character bios on here. I can't. I I can only read Gwen's. Um, looks like she's a bit of a hipster there. She's rocking a beanie and a skateboard. And when Gwen's not at the mall, she's at home practicing guitar. She seems really cool. She loves, I can barely read it. She loves, oh, fashion. She loves photography and tacos. Oh, look how grounded she is. Okay. <laughs> and she never leaves home without her skateboard. Clearly, there it is. <laughs> Can't lie about that. I thought for sure there'd be something about, she, and she loves shopping at the mall. <laughs> that goes without saying. But yeah, I mean, it was, I, I think back in the day, you only had like red yellow green and blue tokens like just as oh people. yeah super so generic it's, it's cool to get a little backstory and you know make these characters rootable dude i'm just sorry i'm looking at <laughs> i'm looking at dream phone and i just want to play this game so bad oh man i remember this game way better we will play this for hours i miss that game mall madness 
uh, potentially a, a good Christmas gift this year. But Contender for top 10 toys of the year. Yeah, prob- we'll, we'll probably bring that back up onto you. Uh, oh, the, yeah. The, the holiday cast. But uh, got to do that. I digress. This one's just for fans. Fan involvement. Fan involvement. Fan involvement section. All right. Fan involvement. We already talked about BGW. Get your shout outs. Um, uh, so, but fan. All right. So fan involvement. There's really not too much to go over because we already addressed it. Uh, but I would like to shout out here um, just because we said we were going to do it. Um if, if you leave a, a five out of five star rating on Apple Podcasts um, and just leave a, a quick review like, hey, like the cast, you have to write something or else I don't think we're going to be able to know that you um, actually reviewed us. Like if it just popped, like if you just fill out the stars, you're not going to we're not going to know who did that. So you actually have to write something. And then we're going to shout you out here just like our boy Clawhammer Scott. Yeah, he, gave us, he gave us a glowing review, glowing five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, thank you so much, brother. Really appreciate your support. And then also we had, I don't think it was on Apple, uh, but it did show up somewhere else. Uh, Sports Sander on Twitter, uh, he, he gave us a glowing review as well. Totally appreciate that. That helps us out so much. Um, just really appreciate you guys, your, your patronage and, um, you know, spending your time with us here. So thank you so much. Well said. And we'll, uh, if you, if, yeah, again, if you guys shout it or if you guys, uh, leave us a review, you will get the same shout out. So if you have a channel or something, uh, let us know, we'll, we'll check it out. You can follow Clawhammer Scott on, on Instagram. He's usually posting a, a lot of good, uh, Lego content. You can't leave a 4.5 star review. We're not going to shout you out. <laughs> just so you know, it has to be five. Yep, them's the rules. Dem's the rules. All right, collection updates. You ready? Collection updates. <laughs> what are you gonna make that little uh, that little jingle? It's it's in the oven. Okay, sweet. Um, speaking of in the oven, there's no connection there. But Harry Potter <laughs> collects a minifigure series too. <laughs> My sisters, they're going on a little bit of a Lego trip right now. Um, oh yeah. They have been buying some Lego. Um, they're not. Not historical Lego uh, builders, um, but they're liking Harry Potter and Marvel a whole lot uh, to the point where my one sister bought the Diagon Alley set that recently came out and she put that thing together. And my other sister has a couple of the other sets and some Marvel sets. And they also uh, hunt down these collectible minifigure Harry Potters, um, Harry Potter for collectible minifigure series. Um, yo, 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 you're, you're brushing over the fact that a casual just put together that Diagon Alley set. Are you yeah, kidding man. me? She just casually she, put that together. <laughs> she's a full con- convert, man. She's like, she's like, I don't know why I never play with Lego. I really love this. Like, uh, I guess when I was a, when we were growing up, I just didn't let them play with Lego, like my Lego sets, and my parents would only buy them for me. Yeah. And um, she's like, I don't. She's like, yeah, I really like this. Like, I'm gonna buy more of these. <laughs> I was like, all right. She started with like a sm- much smaller one, and then she saw the Diagon Alley. She's like, I'm just gonna get that thing because that thing is sweet. Okay. Cool. Uh, but yeah, I think it took her two like a weekend, and she put it together. Yeah, that's an intimidating build. Yeah, I I get honestly, I get bored with something that big. I'm just <laughs> like, I, I I just can't keep my. That's why I do the ten dollar builds. I'm like, I can do this in like ten minutes, and that feels nice. Yeah. Um, 
the Harry Potter collectible minifigure series, we talked about it. They they pretty much picked me up a full set. I think I'm only missing one. So shout out to them. They're they're very awesome sisters. Nice. Um, while I'm I've been pretty much on baby duty and not really having much else. Uh, not a lot of time to do anything else. So, so they, they went to them. the store and felt up all the bags. Oh, did they ever? They felt up three separate <laughs> three separate series or three separate lines of these uh, full collections. One one for each of them, and then one for me. And uh, again, I'm just missing that one figure, but I can get that easily. Um, and I feel bad because they're still just sitting here in the package. I haven't opened them up yet. I, just, I honestly have not had time to get around to building anything. Um, but I do have those. So that, those were a good pickup. And then really quick, the Brickheads collection update. Uh, the time has come, man. I know you're going to be upset. No. <laughs> I know you're going to be upset. I am no longer going to buy these Brickheads. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Small caveat: I'm Music still buying. To my ears. I'm still buying the seasonal ones, but I'm no longer buying yes, dude, all of them is, under the sun. You got to look up the cast, man. That is exactly what I told you to do on subcast. I know I said that. That's oh, awesome. I know you did. Oh, I, so I, I I listen to you. I oh. come I come to you for this advice, and I listen. Oh, uh, so happy. And do you want to know the reason why? Why? It's it's not like. Well, I mean, it, it helped that you said that. Um, there was that that the Hagrid and the Buckbeak one. There was a gift with purchase exclusive. Okay. And um and it sold out like the first day and like the first couple hours and I didn't get it and I was like, "Well, forget it. I'm done." <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> just so jaded. <laughs> I'm not doing it. You made it a little bit difficult and you know what, Lego, for that, I'm done. Um sticking that, it to him, man. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Uh that is a that's a little bit of a precursor to a video I'm going to make and I've teased on the on the YouTube channel. I'm going to talk about gift with purchase and exclusive con exclusives and why they're a big problem uh, for everybody involved. So uh, that's that's just like an inkling of one scenario where it was a problem for me. And now Lego's not getting my money uh, when it comes to those Brickhead releases. They could release whatever and I'm not going to buy it. Thanks, man. I feel good about it, too. There you go. Uh, yeah. So those are the those are the big updates. So I will get that. Um that Frankenstein monster and I will get there's a nutcracker coming out for Christmas time. I'll get those two, but Good. Monkey King, you can go shove it and uh whatever else is gonna be released. All, all the other Harry Potter ones that they're that are coming out. I'm not buying that don't, crap. Don't let the door hit you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me a minute here, Strick. Let me put you in the right mindset. Let me set the, the stage here. All okay. Right? <clears throat> so you're in, let's say, third or fourth grade. It's a cool fall Saturday evening. You're outside with your buds in the neighborhood, and your mom calls you in to come inside. You find out that your parents are having a night out with friends somewhere, and they've left you and your older siblings home with money for pizza, and, you know, that's going to be your night. And it's sat again. It's Saturday night. All right. It it gets darker. It gets closer to eight p.m. When you know that you have two and a half hours of Snick coming your way <laughs> on TV. That's right. Saturday night Nickelodeon. That two and a half hour block of programming. The greatest block of television ever invented. That was your night, man. And mm -hmm. in that block of programming, you had varying combinations of. I guess it was like Clarissa Explains It All, mm -hmm. Ren and Stimpy, all that, 
Um, and then what I was always the most excited for, usually coming on at that 9.30 or 10 spot, was Are You Afraid of the Dark? I, I love this show. I'm with you. <laughs> this is the rare the rare uh, time when we, we fully line up on a show that we, we loved in our childhood. Oh, man. Are you afraid of the dark? That that was just that was that that was the whole buildup of Snick for me. That was like, when yeah. are we gonna get to Are You Afraid of the Dark? Everything was just an appetizer up until that when it was like dark, super dark out. Your parents were still not home, and you're sitting there watching Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like as soon as that 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 uh, shot of the the wrecked boat just floating in oh, the surf. Oh yeah, dude. That just intro. floating in the surf there, and and then you hear like the. Like that deep bass violin or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and the, you see the like creaky the, door. Yeah, the, the creaky door. Clown. Yeah, little kids snickering creepily. And then you look through the, the, the lock of the door and then the match lights and blows out and the smoke billows over the What title. a good intro. Oh, oh man. man. No matter how bad the episode was, you were just so psyched and jazzed at that point. Like that just got you right into it. It was the oh, yeah. best intro ever. Um, so with all that buildup, um, you can now go to Target or Walmart or, you know, online, but right now you can walk into one of those stores and you can pick up a copy of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, and, and to be clear, it's the limited series event from 2019 that aired, uh, last Halloween. So it was a three part, uh, series that came out and aired on Nickelodeon. They brought it back, which is really cool. Oh, word. Uh, I didn't know they did that. That's well, cool. Yeah. It's again, it's a, it's a three part series. So it's not like something where it's, you know, you, you catch it every night on at this time. Um, and I, to admittedly, I, I sat down with my wife and we, we actually, we watched all three of them and they're, they're good for what it is. I'm not going to sit here and, and like really praise it. Like it's fine. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's the same like kids horror show as it was. I'm, I'm not going to knock it. I'm glad I'm, I'm happy that we have it and I'm not going to describe it either. Cause I honestly, I don't really remember it. I watched it last Halloween. So I, I remember like it had like a carnival theme. It was, it was, it was decent. Um, really what I want to get into here is you can now go into the store, buy that DVD and what's on that DVD. Obviously you got the episode, the three episode series, but then you also have mm. three episodes from the original series on there. Ooh, That's where it gets interesting because <laughs> which um, three we get. Well, there are three fan favorites. Okay. Um, and I can rattle them off here. Uh, I don't have the list, but ba- basically it was um, Laughing in the Dark. Okay. You know which one that one was? You got to you got to give me some plot. All right, Laughing <laughs> gonna... in the Dark was the was the one where it was with Zebo and the clown the the kid steals the clown's oh. nose from the funhouse. Yep. Okay, yep. And got then it. it was uh, the Ghastly Grinner. You know that mm-hmm. one. That's where like it's like the blue and yellow Joker looking guy coming out of a comic book, and he's like, he's like bleeding blue out of his mouth. I gotta look that one up. I don't remember that one. You'll remember him. You'll remember him. Yeah, and I mean then, these things all haunt in my night, my uh, my freaking dreams. And then also a dead man's float, that like nasty rotting corpse that rises out of the uh, indoor pool. Uh, that 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 episode's on there as well. Um, so yeah, three fan favorite episodes are on that DVD. So you can walk into a Target right now and buy Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like actually official, li- officially licensed Nickelodeon releases of this because Nickelodeon does, I mean, a piss poor job of releasing this stuff on the DVD. Like it's terrible. Um, it's, Don't you have it, like a bootleg copy of this or yeah, something? Yeah, now that's the thing. Like they, they've released them in the past and they've, 
they've done a very bad job of it. Like, I've been just waiting for, like, the one box set where it has all the seasons in it. I think there were seven seasons. They release them, like, one at a time, which is just a pain. And I don't want to spend all that money, like, per season and then end up, like, maybe missing one here or there. So, like, I, I, I got a bootleg copy back, like, a decade ago, basically, where I just have all of them. So I'm, I'm less inclined to buy all that. It was just – it was a nice – Nice thing to go into Target and pick this thing up for like twelve bucks. Like I, I love, I love the idea of being able to to buy officially licensed home media. You know, from I Nickelodeon. Like the, I just like that you're still buying DVDs. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really buy DVDs anymore. Like this is something that you just it doesn't happen every day. Like I couldn't dude, pass this up. When we were in college, granted, dude, I, I you're guilty like, of it too. I know what you're about to get into. That was well. I just want to say we were in college ten years. Ago. We're like our our uh, ten year anniversary is coming up, which is making me feel super old. Um, yeah, thanks for dating us there. Yeah, um, but <laughs> you were buying DVDs when like Blu-ray was the thing, and you're like, I'm not buying that Blu-ray crap. <laughs> you were just all about owning the DVD. Yeah, man. Well, when you walk into like an Fye and you see Jim Carrey's The Mask. For $30 on Blu-ray, I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> it would be like new releases, and you'd be like, yeah, I'm getting the DVD. I'm not messing around with that Blu-ray. Yeah, it's probably like 20 <laughs> bucks cheaper. I'm like, who needs this right now? I don't. I guess, yeah, I guess that's true. But <laughs> you were just all about building up your DVD collection. I was just like, dude, that's going to be dated so quickly. Yeah, and here we are. We're still buying DVDs. You can well, still you're get still, them. You're still buying them. Yeah, well, I have to buy them. This isn't on Blu-ray. It's only released on DVD. This has got to be the only thing released in the last two years has only been released on no, DVD. No, it, it is so much more expensive to put junk on the, the Blu-ray. And this is a questionable like release. It's like, is this going to sell? Is it not? Let's put it on DVD because that's probably nothing to produce. It's going to end up in the $5 bin. Yeah, the, exactly. This is like they're taking a they're taking a chance. Well, they're not even taking a chance. It's just they're putting it out there being like, it doesn't matter because it's on, it was on DVD. It's, if it's on Blu-ray, it's way more expensive. And right, nobody would me- buy it. Let me give you this. Let's say that they released this box set, Are You Afraid of the Dark? There's a DVD version and there's a Blu-ray version. What version are you buying? Yeah, what's the price difference? <laughs> Let's say it's like Because the, the show, it was never bucks. meant to be in Blu-ray. It was never meant to be high definition. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, but they, they like always upscale it and it looks, it looks way better. Yeah, well, that takes away some of the charm and some of the scariness if it's like crystal clear and I can see all the horrible effects like it's and totally dates <laughs> itself. It's not good. All right, you make a, you make a good argument. The, the last thing I want to say on the topic was, uh, I get, to your defense, when we were in college, one of our roommates had an HD DVD player, so that was that stuff was like still uh, <laughs> kind of trying to make its rounds, and he, he like he had a couple HD DVDs that we uh, maybe watched once or twice. Yeah, once or twice, <laughs> <laughs> if ever, if that. <laughs> but yeah, man, I think it's it's the perfect time now to be able to walk into Target and just pick this up for the holiday season, for the for Halloween coming up, man. I think it's it couldn't be more perfect. So, and then also uh, just to add add to this, um, they also re-upped for a second season of this, so mm. we can expect another limited series event. That's awesome. Um, I'm actually looking for stuff to watch leading up to Halloween. So nice. if you have any, yeah, there's this, obviously, I don't know if you have anything else off the top of your head, just like worth checking out, like new movies that came out. Cause I know you're all about that horror. No, nah, nothing, nothing that I can really recommend on here. Uh, but re- real quickly, like just 
these episodes because it's the whole reason why I bought this DVD. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Are you? Did you say you remember uh, laughing I in like- the dark? I only remember, yeah, I remember laughing in the dark. Um, okay, that sorry, is what was, the, what was the second one, the ghastly, the ghastly grinner. That one's like fine for grinner. me. I, I liked it; it's fine. But mainly, what I always thought about was laughing in the dark. Like anytime, are you afraid of the dark? Was coming on. All I was thinking was, oh man, I hope it's the clown one. Like I, I hope <laughs> it's that one. And, and then it, it never was. I, I feel like I've only seen it a couple of times, like when I was a kid. But when I saw it, I get so scared. Um, Dude, I oh, what was the one? The silver spoon one. What's I that one? I knew you were gonna bring that up. The, <laughs> the that tale one? of Quicksilver. Yeah, 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 that one. Oh my god, this dude! I cannot sleep. I cannot sleep for like months after watching that. I swear to God, I sw- <laughs> I swore like there was something gonna come out of my wall. That show is terrifying. Like, there's no reason kids kids should be watching that. You look back on it now, and you know I've watched a bunch of these episodes now, and of course, like it's not it's not you know jaw droppingly horrifying, but as a kid. I remember like watching Laughing in the Dark and the the one scary part is like they're, they're walking through the fun house in the beginning. Like that's all like cool. But then once he takes the kid takes the nose and goes home and it sets it up where like he's home alone at night. Like his parents leave him a note like he's like they're out to like dinner somewhere. Right. And he's just like home alone. And then apparently like the clown came into the house and, like, he locks himself in the bedroom, and the clown's, like, getting to the doorknob, being like, give me back my nose, like, something like that. Like, that, Ugh. like, just the whole scene, like, just the feeling of being alone and at night and dealing with that. Like, that that terrified me more than just, like, seeing, like, a scary face or something, you know? Yeah, man. I, I that, that episode definitely jumps out at me, specifically for the clown, but what you're just describing, yeah, they just, they hit it, they hit it so well, that show. Oh, yeah. just unnerving you like it was just an unnerving show the whole time there's just this like this air of like this is not good like i shouldn't be watching this yes yes that's yeah. that's why snick was so important man just the build up the build up you're just waiting for that to drop <laughs> and then it drops and you're like oh man here we go <laughs> i'm trying to remember the names of the kids i remember tucker yeah Gar- i can't remember gary. i can't remember anybody else gary and uh the tomboy girl. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they changed over time, right? But Tucker was like a mainstay through the whole thing, right? He wasn't an original cast member. He he came a little later. Are you sure? I'm positive. He was, a, he was the main dude's little brother. Yeah, there was a whole like thing where he had to get initiated. Like he wasn't it, he wasn't always there. Gary's the Gary's the main dude, right? Yeah, Gary's the kid with glasses. Okay, so Gary's been in sixty eight episodes. Tucker's been in sixty five. Yeah, so there was a time there. There was a, there was probably three episodes in the beginning, and they were like, "We need a younger younger kid in this." <laughs> but yeah, there you go, man. Walk into Target, you could pick that DVD up. You could buy three of the fan favorite episodes from the '90s. So that's my collection update. Nice, not, dude. not toys, but we're getting nostalgic. Before we jump off it, I I, I know I don't want to belabor this too much, but I'm I'm. I can never remember what the episode was, and I know you're gonna know. There was some like closet or something like that. And there was like some woman's head in the closet, like some green woman's head in the closet or like a wardrobe or something like that. Do you remember what episode I'm talking about? Not that thing, at all, no. Dude, it freaked me out. And I, I'm pretty sure it's already afraid of the dark. I can't find sound it. like goosebumps. Dude, I might just be making it up. I don't know. A green woman's head. No. Like, a, like in a jar or something like that. Or like, you know, it, it wasn't attached to a body. No, it's not All right. any bells. 
Well, I'll look it up. I'll do some research in the next cast. I'll let you know if I find anything. All right. To, to be continued. I know everybody's on the edge of the seat. <laughs> or someone's shouting, I know the episode. And if you do, <laughs> uh, definitely write in toytalkguys at gmail.com and let us know. Because I, I, I just want to rewatch that episode and see if it still scares the, scares the willies out of me. I'm, I'm sure it does not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it doesn't. Because, man, you watch the, the silver. What is it? Silver Surfer? What is it? Quick, the tale of Quicksilver. <laughs> Quicksilver. <laughs> that thing is not scary at all anymore. Yeah. All right, all right. dude. Is that is that gonna do it? I, I think we sh- I think we can wrap it up. All right. That's gonna do it for us today. If you'd like to stay up to date on all things Toy Talk Guys, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for the Toy Talk Guys on any of those channels. Please give us a five star review. Motel already went over this in Apple Podcasts if you can, and don't be afraid to tell a friend about the show. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you again next time. Talk.